I love it. Hi, everyone. What's that shadow on there? I don't know. Oh, that's for the, um, that's for the comments, maybe? Why is the shadow on there? Hi, no. guys. Hi. <laughs> Sorry. Technologically yes, challenged. challenged I'm very as you all know. Challenged, but Suzanne's that's okay. better at this. Let's go Got down. A whole shadow on the whole bottom of our faces. I know. Anywho. Very, very odd. Hi. Hi, guys. I think oh, that's. So supposed sweet. to be like that for the comments. Okay, we'll go with that. <laughs> um, I don't know why else that well, would be doing that. I mean, the seems like some kind of light thing. Don't know. Don't know. This is not our area. <laughs> if you can see us at all or hear us, we're right. doing good. We're like floating heads yeah. according to the video Ooh. we're seeing. So if you're watching us right now, just let us know. Do you see like a shadow below us or does it look okay? So if you, if someone watching us can just comment is about anybody, whether or hello, not. Hello, is anybody watching us? Are we doing this for ourselves? <laughs> this is right. live. This Get on board. Be, this might be for ourselves right now. <laughs> um, okay, so today we wanted to tackle um, an issue that had been suggested to us by... Um, one of our viewers. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I should give her name. You can give her first name. Okay, Michelle. Michelle yes. had asked us to tackle this topic. Um, it was something that came up in her life. Um, oh, Karen uh, says you look great. Thank you, Karen. you Karen. Mwah. <laughs> All right, so I guess, friend. I think it just shadows towards the bottom so that you can see the comments like that. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's why So it drives it us crazy, that. but as long as it's but not you, affecting you. People who look, who watch us can't see that. Gotcha. Okay. okay. So anyway, all right. See, we're technologically challenged. Hi, Hi Glenn. Glenn. So we're talking about um, this issue. Um, Michelle had talked to us about um, it had to do with her son going away to college and which college he was choosing. Mm -hmm. um, and so she was wondering if she made the right decision by encouraging him to go to one college over another. And, you know... I, She's strongly encouraged. Yeah, yes, <laughs> You're being strongly. so gentle. <laughs> yeah. She got a little Like, I'm paying the bill you will go to. <laughs> and talk to some people and right. kind of got into it. Right. Understandably out of fear. Yeah. Yeah, she got scared. And, you know, I, I just... When she said, did I make the right decision? You know, only time will tell. And, you know, that struck a nerve with me because I feel like so many times we think there's a right and a wrong to everything. And I just, you know, over the last... I guess three months, I really have started to, my, like, something has hit me that I just don't think there is a right and a wrong um, way to live life, mm -hmm. you know? And I don't think there's a right and a wrong way to parent. I think it's different for everybody. So I just kind of want to say that at the outset because I don't think there's a right and a wrong. It's different for everyone. There's not an absolute answer for right. any anyone. And I was working with someone recently on something and they were really in that perfectionism is what we call this right. just to remind everybody um so they were in that hey Jonathan. Hi, Jonathan and um they were in that you know oh god I screwed up type thing and I said well what do you think the learning was mm -hmm. and she was able to get the learning like that mm -hmm. and she went oh this is the lesson I'm like awesome let's keep moving right. because I think that's really what it's about is that there are consequences mm -hmm. for every every action has a reaction every decision, right. every decision but i don't think there's a right and a wrong right. i think that it's almost like the way life maneuvers you through like you bump into this wall oh that doesn't feel good so then you move a little over here you bump into that wall then you move over here mm -hmm. and you find the middle based on the reaction from those decisions you make mm -hmm. but i you know when people they did a study i think it may have even been you or eric or something mm -hmm. that was talking about life regrets and I love the answer. I was so struck by the answer. It wasn't that people regretted things they did. 
They regretted things they didn't do. Yeah. The, the, the fear that kept them from trying something new right. or the person they wanted to date it, but they put all those rules on themselves. Mm -hmm. They regretted what they didn't just step into. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of fits with what you're saying. Like step into your life. There are no mistakes. They're learning curves. They're learning experiences. Right. There's no right or wrong way. You're gonna, there's gonna be different outcomes for each step. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think for Michelle, I mean, I would even say that, you know, at this point, wherever he's going to school, um, you know, now maybe you kind of step back a little bit and let him make the decision on whether or not that is the right school for him. You know, I mean, I, that's the, where I would go from here. Well, is, let's give the audience a little bit of, because I'm feeling confused and I'm in it. So okay. let me just give the audience. Hi, Rachel. Um, let's just give the audience. Hi, a, Wendy. Hi, Wendy. Thank you. Let's give the audience a little bit of feedback. So, cause this feels like really a Michelle, thank you. Such yeah. a great topic. So your kid's on track to go to college somewhere and then all of a sudden they get a girlfriend. And so they've been talking about going to Florida state or you know, California as far away from you parents as I can get. <laughs> right. I'm out of here, right? They say right. that for 16 years. Then they meet a girlfriend and I could actually, I'm thinking of my son for a minute right here. Right. He talks about a lag year. Oh, mom, it's studies show that if you take a year off in between college, it's really great. So similar to Michelle, all of a sudden the kid's like, I'm going down the street. Yeah, I'm, I'm going, going to, to FAU or Palm Beach <laughs> right. State and forget about Florida State. It's right. overrated. And so, of course, the sheer panic that a parent feels, are you kidding me, kid? Yeah. We have hammered and worked hard and saved and by God, you're mm -hmm. going. And how much do you meddle? What rules do you set? What do you tell them? And and so in her case, it sounds like she got very scared and she, she got very involved and she talked to the girlfriend's parents and all this good stuff. Mm -hmm. And so is that right or wrong? We just covered, there's no right or wrong. Right. But opinions, you know, how much do you get involved? I think first things first, the more you get involved in your children's decision-making, mm -hmm. the less they learn how to make decisions. Yeah. And what age are you thinking for that? I mean, because obviously we're talking about kids who are 18 or 17 or 18, nearly an adult, um, you know, but, but, you know, my kids, nine or eight and 12, I mean, am I, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit of more of a hands-off parent with my yeah. kids, but, um, but where, what decisions are you, I guess it depends on the age. No, that's a very, decisions. as always, that's a great question. Um, so what I used to tell people, I used to work with adolescents and I used to do a lot of parent conferences and because you can't work with the adolescent, you have to work with the whole family. Nobody told me that, <laughs> but um, <laughs> that's why I don't do it anymore. <laughs> but um, when I was guiding parents, I said to them, you know, when you've got a child zero through 12, 13, 14, mm -hmm. you've got to do a lot of guiding. I mean, we're just literally keeping these folks alive, right? right? right. But when you've got a kid, I, I did the cutoff 14 through 18. Mm -hmm. I said, listen, I want you to mirror the outside world. If I get in my car and race down the street going 50 miles an hour and there's a cop and he sees me, I'm going to get a ticket. Yeah. It's just the way it goes. Yeah. And I can smile and flirt and he's going to say, that's all nice, but it's a 25 right. mile an hour street or a mm -hmm. 20 mile and you're going 50 and here's your consequence. Yeah. So what I say to parents is come up with something that matches the world. Right. Right. That's so, interesting. Right. So you were on your phone when I told you not to be, and you were on your phone from nine to 12 and you know, you're supposed to put it down at nine. So now you lose your phone for 24 hours. Right. The consequence matches the crime so that you start to show these kids that out there, that's just how it works. If right. you steal from the store, you get arrested, you have a shoplifting charge. You can't, you have to put it on your job at mm -hmm. resume, you know, like it follows you. These, this is how it works. Mm -hmm. So you want to do the same thing. You want to mimic that and you don't want to, 
you know, like my kids bat their eyes at me and I'm like, okay, never mind. You don't want to let them out of it because the world's not going to do that, right? Yeah. So it's like even with jobs, if you don't show up, you get fired. Right. You want to start showing them the way the world works. Right. Obviously not as harsh as the world, but you want them to get that behavior equals consequences, behavior equals consequences, mm -hmm. so that they and can decisions make decisions. And decisions equals consequences. And decisions equal consequences. Right. And you want to mm -hmm. let them be able to wiggle a little bit in their decision making. Like when they come to you and they do that, and this is where I'm super bad, is when my daughter will come to me and she'll be doing like what I would call spinning. Like, I don't know, da da da, should I do? And you really wanna be like, do this, do this, do this. Mm -hmm. But guess what? When she went away to college, Hannah, I'm really dumping, picking on you today. <laughs> when she went away to college, one of the things she, the feedback she had for me, not right or wrong, but the feedback she had for me is, She's had to figure a lot out, out. on her own, yeah. which in my defense, I would say, yeah, that's what college is for. Mm -hmm. But she feels a little like, gosh, had I did more of this mm -hmm. before I left, it wouldn't be so hard now. It wouldn't feel so scary now. Mm -hmm. And I would feel more confident. So here's the good news when we look at right or wrong. She's doing it. Mm -hmm. She's doing fantastic. She's figuring it out. She's away at college. She's now having to figure out those decisions and she's doing a great job. And I knew she would, yeah. but her feedback is, I wish you hadn't helped so much. Yeah. You know, I go back to like, you know, when you're teaching your kids to tie their shoes, you know, you can tie their shoes because it's just easier to keep tying their shoes. But eventually your kids need to learn how to tie their shoes and you've got to stop tying their shoes, right? I just bought the Velcro I mean, once. That's, that's a simplified version. No, of, no I'm laughing because right. it's the truest thing you can say. Right. I bought the Velcro ones right. because that was the easiest. Easy thing. And then they don't ever learn, learn to, tie to tie their, their shoes. shoes. So I love that example. Right. It's that simple. Take the hard road, mm -hmm. take the extra five minutes, let them learn to tie their shoes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's harder on you. It would be easier on you if you could just Velcro them or right. you could just do it yourself and get mm -hmm. out the door, but then they never learn. Yeah, and I think back to Michelle's question about stepping away hi, and Diane. should I have made, um, hi Diane, thank you. I'm way past raising kids. <laughs> For you, yes, I'm I, almost there. So Diane and her, Diane's son and I grew up in Monticello together. Oh. And yeah, so we were the same age in Monticello. So, Diane. so you're a wealth of knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> Diane knows, knows the Suzanne Boyd back then. And I was just gonna talk about that because when I was in Monticello and it's a very, very small town, mm -hmm. you know, 3,000 people, no traffic lights, mm. Diane knows. Um, and, um, you know, one of the rules that my mom set was, you have to leave Monticello to go to college. Mm -hmm. You don't have to, you can always come back, but you have to leave because I want you to know there's another world out there than just Monticello. Sissy, that's good stuff. Yeah, and so I really do think that with Michelle, like, you know, her whole thing is, you know, you need to go away. You need to, you know, you wanted to do this. This was mm -hmm. a big thing for you. You know, this was something you wanted. And now that you have a girlfriend, you kind of want to stay back. And that's not really necessarily the right this decision. At least that's what she's saying. And I, I get that because my mom was the same way. She was like, I don't care what you do. You can always come home, but you got to leave. Well, yeah, so I guess what I would give to Michelle is what about saying it this way, Michelle? What about saying, because we do from zero to 18, it's all about protecting them and taking care of them and all that good stuff. But this child is an adult now. Mm -hmm. So what about saying, I'm not comfortable 
this is this was your father and I have planned, saved, done. You're launching. That's what we're comfortable with. Mm -hmm. You don't have to necessarily go to Florida State, but you're launching from this home. Mm -hmm. Which, by the way, who who who's gonna be able to? You know what I mean? Like it's gonna make much more sense. Like, he's probably gonna go to FAU and stay and live at home. Is probably right, his right. plan. <laughs> right. So I mean, there's there's a way to I guess find the middle ground that says you know what. I'm not comfortable with doing this. This is what I'm comfortable with. And you're going to go somewhere. You're not going to stay here because that's my value as a mom. Mm -hmm. That's my need as a mom. Mm -hmm. And that's what I believe in. So this is what we're willing to do. We're willing to pay for college mm -hmm. if you do A, B, and C. Mm -hmm. We're not willing to support you fully so that you can go around the corner. We're not okay with that. that We're not comfortable with yeah, that. Yeah, and that's the other thing I think is very interesting because, you know, we, we all want to make our own decisions. You know, I've been wanting to make uh, I, my own decisions since I was 13, <laughs> you know, yeah. but I'm under my parents' roof. They're paying all my bills. And, um, you know, I think, I think you can say, I'm taking care of you still. Yeah. And this is important to yeah. me. And, you know, if you want to make your own decisions and you want to, you know, live your life on your own terms, then you need to be paying all your bills. Right. You know, exactly. and I think that all not only works for someone who's 18, but someone who's 26 or someone who's 30 and still yeah. living at home. You know, if mom and dad seem like they're stifling you or holding you down, you're still living under their roof. If you want to be independent, then be independent. We had a sit down with my stepson. I'm throwing all my children under the bus <laughs> and I adore my stepson. He's a, a sweetheart. He is a great kid. And all of us did. His mother, who I also adore, um, and his father and myself sat down with him and he was, he was so cute. And he was like, I am 18 years old. I am an adult and I get to make my own decisions. And I was like, that's fantastic. So tell me what is it about being 18 that makes you an adult? And he's like, well, you know, I'm 18 and I, I can think for myself. And he was kind of rambling on. And I was like, this is awesome. So you're an adult, so you can take care of yourself, right? Mm -hmm. Well, not quite, you know. I mean, I'm not really working right now. And I, I was might like, need oh, your help wow. financially. Yeah, and I was like, yeah. Okay, so here's the thing that's tricky with that word. Right. is an adult is someone who takes care of themselves financially right. so although you are 18 I'm not quite sure you're an adult yet mm -hmm. and so if you don't like if you're not there yet you don't get to make the decisions right and I mean he got it and he was a sweetheart and now as he's getting you know he's like 22 now now yeah. he really gets it how yeah. hard it is but that's you're right we we're afraid to assert like we either assert too much control mm -hmm. or we get nervous to say anything and I think the middle ground is saying hey this is what I'm comfortable with as someone who's a sole supporter of these choices that you have. Right, right. This is what I'm comfortable with. Yeah. But I think in the global look at parenting, you know, I am one that probably is a little more hands-off than, than the typical, like, helicopter parent, which yeah, is being on top of your parent. child, yeah. you know, making all their decisions. Um, so, yeah, I think that... I think there's a fine line between what decisions you're making for them or helping them make and what decisions um, you're letting them make on their own and then they have to deal with the consequences from there, you know? I think the downside of helicopter parenting is it's a missed opportunity for learning. Mm 
Yeah. So the more you're doing for them, the more you're micromanaging them and telling them where they can go and what they can do and where they, and you're afraid. Well, I'm afraid they're going to have sex. I'm afraid they're going to drink. I'm afraid mm -hmm. they're going to drug. I don't know how to tell you this folks, but like if you're sending them to college, yeah. all of that's going to be available. But the only problem is they have no clue what to do with it now because they haven't done a test run. Right. I almost would rather, and I've heard moms say this, and I think it's so cool. You know, before Hannah went to college, I'm like, man, we got a lot of territory to, territory to cover because she's such a good girl. I'm like, we got to get her drunk. We got to get her, you know. It's like there's so much right. that she was going to have to figure out on her own that felt so scary to me. Yeah. So I think the helicopter parenting thing, although you're fearful and you don't want to condone it, mm -hmm. if you over, like, GPS them to death and you're mm -hmm. watching every move and they don't get to do anything they don't get to figure out how to get out of a difficult situation yeah. or how to call you for help when they need it right. because you're so worried they won't call. Now they go away. They have none of those skills and tools. Mm -hmm. That is not great in my opinion, especially for women. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, when, when I went off to college, I was, um, you know, I was like, holy moly, because I went from this very small town to 40,000 people at University of Florida and you know i was like shocked i mean and i went a little crazy <laughs> because because i didn't wasn't prepared for all that it's a you known know, my fact, parents were kid. pretty strict yeah. i d didn't have a lot of freedom growing up not that there was a lot i could do in monticello <laughs> if you went and, if you went and hung out it was like at a gas station downtown you know and my parents used to say no no young lady goes and hangs out at a gas station downtown. I was like, but everyone's doing it. Why can't I do it? There's 12 of them and they're all ladies. That's right. It was either the gas station or the Hardee's or a bonfire in the woods. Those were the three options. And I didn't get to do any of them unless I was sneaking around. Um, but yeah. So, I, yeah, I really do. And, you know, this, this came up with my daughter recently with, um, you know, just when they're getting into that age where they're, you know, hanging out with people that maybe, you know, you don't necessarily want them to hang out with, you know, do you stop that? And I just say that like, whatever you tell them not to do, you know, I know I was like, <laughs> I was like the opposite, <laughs> you know? So I think you can set boundaries and rules about, you know, when they can hang out with that person. But at the end of the day, they're going to be friends or fall in love with who they're going to be friends and fall in love with. You well, know. I think the best way that you're kind of referring to is you're talking about setting boundaries with her, but I know you, Suzanne, and one of the things that I do love about you and is that you do, you have the conversation yeah. and you have the conversation about, do you know why I'm afraid for you to hang out with them? Yeah. Let's talk about this. Like my grandmother was so awesome with me. She helped raise me and she would say things like, you know, you lay down with dogs, you get up with fleas. <laughs> and I would say, well, what does that mean, Graham? Like right. lay down with dogs, there's no dog. What are you talking about? Right. But I remember that so much to this day because what she was saying was who you hang out with mm -hmm. is where you're going to end up. You lay down with dogs, you get up with fleas. If you're running with people that are robbing convenience stores, mm -hmm. you're going to jail with them. Yeah. And she made it very clear and she didn't helicopter. Mm -hmm. She just let me know, hey, you get to choose sugar, but do you want to be arrested this weekend? Because it's up to you. Right. And she just laid it out and we, and I was able to discuss, well, what do you mean? Well, what, what you know, mm -hmm. and be able to say, well, I don't think that'll happen. And then she could share stories and mm -hmm. share examples and share her concerns. And here's the thing I want every parent to know. Your kids, they're rolling their eyes. They're not even looking at you. They're looking back here. They're playing on their phone. <laughs> right. they are they're listening, listening to every yeah. word you say. Keep 
talking. Don't talk at them. Mm -hmm. Share your story. Share your concerns. Mm -hmm. Share your fears. Get them talking to you, but they're listening. They yeah. are all listening. They are listening. And the more you, you can be honest with them. You know, it's so funny. When I tell my kids stories of, well, you know, if I talk to Lane, I'm like, you know what? That same thing happened to me. You know, I had a friend just like that or whatever. You know, I had a situation just like that. And she's like, really? Like, she doesn't even believe me. She's like, really? You? You know? I mean, I think we think they, I know I always thought my parents did nothing wrong. You know, they were perfect. They always did nothing wrong. But I think when we can share that, hey, we screwed up too, yeah. you know, and here's what happened when I screwed up. Right. You know, I think it really is an eye opener for kids because they, we need to let them know that we made mistakes too. Mm -hmm. And here's what happens when you make a mistake. Kind yeah. That you stumble and stumble. Yeah. I just want to go through some of these comments. Yeah. Diane says, uh, that's why Tommy, Tommy's her son, headed straight to Gainesville out of high school. Now he's all the way in California. Oh, that's Aww. awesome. Tell him I said hi, Diane. Rachel gave my kids the option, go to school or get a job and pay bills. My kids threw me a curveball, moved to North Carolina and live with my parents. They work full time and pay my parents' bills. Oh, LOL. That's smart. That's funny. And Diane says, ha, ha, ha. So true. She's probably talking about where we used to hang out when we were in Monticello. Because <laughs> <laughs> it is true. Um, yeah. So I think, you know... Just to answer Michelle's question, I don't think there's a right or a wrong. I think that, you know, you did what's right for you and for your family. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and, and you'll see what, what happens when he gets to FSU and, you know, if it's the right school for him and if he um, if he's happy there, you know. And I think, I think at that point he needs to make the decision about whether he stays. I think for me, going through this right now, mm -hmm. I think once they leave the house... Mm -hmm you kind of need to take your hands off the wheel a little bit. Yeah. So like you're saying, he's going away. If you continue to step in, mm -hmm. you're going to prevent him the opportunity mm -hmm. to step in on his own behalf. Like yeah. you can guide, but really try not to, you know, call this person, talk to this person. I mean, because mm -hmm. those opportunities are going to present themselves. In five minutes, he's going to go to Florida State. Right. Mom, this situation happened. Handle this. And it's like to be able to say, you need to go to student aid. Right. Talk to so-and-so. Right. You need to do that. Like, you're an adult now. Right. You know, you need to go to the doctors and figure this out. Like, try not to do, because at what point do they learn? Yeah. You know, it's, it, and it, I, to simplify it more too, I think, you know, for instance, my favorite line is you have two legs <laughs> to my kids yeah. because when they ask me, you know, I'm cooking dinner and they're sitting on the couch and they ask me to do, go get them something or do something. I'm like, you have two legs, right. <laughs> you know? So I think we have to allow our kids to, um, to use their legs. <laughs> yeah. They yeah. have a, they have a rule in codependency. Did they ask you? Because a lot of times we do everything for our kids that right. they didn't even ask. Can they do it themselves? Well, yeah, but he's just so overwhelmed. Right. I know, but he's going to be overwhelmed in life right. pretty soon, right. so let him do it. And are you going to have a resentment? Are you going to do it? And then you, you hear moms all the time griping like, and I didn't have any time for myself because I was on the phone with student aid for three hours, you know, whatever it is, right. that you're going to be frustrated because you really didn't have the time to do it. He could have done it himself. He didn't even ask for your help. Right. Let, let them do, do it. it. Yeah. Yeah. 
All right, guys, and don't forget we are now on YouTube. All of our um, all of our episodes are up on YouTube. So if you are on YouTube, please go and subscribe to our channel. Just search "What Your Friends Won't Tell You." We are also all of our episodes are now up on our website as well, which is. The acronym for what your friends won't tell you, WYFWTY.com. And you can go there and check out all our videos as well. Don't forget to share them here on Facebook. That is the highest compliment you can give us. Leave and us podcast. Oh yes. We are Hello. On yes. Now. We're yes. on we're on a podcast. Yes. So um we you can go into your little purple icon on your iPhone and search um, what your friends won't tell you. And we are now, all of our episodes have been translated onto a podcast. So you can listen yeah. to the episodes, go back and listen to the episodes um, while you're driving. Yes. You know, I know a lot of people have a commute in the morning and I love to listen to podcasts. So if yes. there was an issue that you wanna go back and listen to that you were struggling with, that's a great way to listen to um, the audio. Yes. From our from our episodes. Yes. I so. totally forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, lots of reminded options. Well, I would never have been able to do the acronym, <laughs> so I needed to stay quiet for a hot minute. But um, yeah, the podcast because I think the podcasts are under that as well, aren't they? Under the acronym? Yeah, they're okay. under. Um, well, you can search what your friends won't tell you, okay. and, and it'll come up. Um, and what else did I want to tell everyone? Don't forget to leave a comment. Don't forget to share our videos and, and send your ideas. We love yes. that. We love yes. when we can actually respond to a question or a comment by somebody. It's wonderful. Yeah. 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 And they, um, you know, Wendy's writing, these videos are awesome. They touch on so many topics at, um, all different situations and people. Great job, ladies. Thank oh, you, thank Wendy. You so much. Yeah. So there are so many topics and, um, but you know, we, we want to answer your question. Like today's show is all about a, all about a question that we got. Right. So we want to answer your questions. If you're struggling with, uh, with something, please let us know. Mm -hmm. And we don't have to use your name if you want to stay, um, anonymous. <laughs> mm -hmm. All right. Diane says, tell sissy. I said, Hey girl, sissy's my mom. <laughs> No. <laughs> yes. I will, Diane. I will tell her you said hi. Sissy's doing great. She's living in Tallahassee now, so she's loving oh, it. She's not in Monticello anymore. Oh, my god! I know. She moved to the big city. She left Kansas. <laughs> wow. I didn't know that. Yeah, she's living Go in Sissy. Monticello. She's remarried and living in Tallahassee. You stop yeah, it right now. We need to get together and chat. <laughs> All, All right, right, guys. Well, thank Take you care. for watching, and we'll see you back here next week. Bye. Bye.